Previously on The World to Come. We're supposed to buy that the Cardinal had some kind of vision? We can compare notes when we return here for the performance. What about the Oracle of Nipple? We could consult her with our questions. Deep beneath the Cardinal's lair, a conduit is hidden there. So, skeletons in his basement. I'll bet I can work my way onto the ship patrolling the subtubes. The subtubes? But isn't that dangerous? I've heard they're teaming with subtribes. Cheerio, who goes there? I owe you my life, good sir. The laminate is yours. Well, we got what we came for, and I think I've had quite enough adventure for today. I have adapted my dinner with Andre into a musical. And now, the latest chapter in the saga of the world to come. Episode 7, The Day of the Show. Music has always been a potent means by which to complement storytelling. From the folk song to the opera to the film score, music can elevate the impact of a text like nothing else. In the days leading up to the Cardinals' world premiere performance of My Dinner with Andre! Exclamation point the musical, each great faction of Fiveborough prepared for the event in their own way. In most of the districts, however, the concept of a musical play or film was rather abstruse. What are you talking? We got the music man. Oh, Oklahoma, West Side Story. My Fair Lady featured an actual Hepburn. Well, just not when it came to singing. Shh. Granted, the Hepburners were more familiar with the art form than most. Amongst the fansci folk, the notion was not altogether alien, though their frame of reference was rather limited. All right, daughter. I shall quiz your fansci musical knowledge. What is the musical episode of Buffy? Once more with feeling. Very good. And the musical episode of Xena? The bittersweet. Duh. Splendid, Ripley. And miscellaneous? Little Shop of Horrors and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Kinda. That about covers it. The Criterion Collective was also not completely ignorant of the genre, but like most of their tales, their musicals were relatively niche. In my anticipation, Telebastian, I wonder whether the Cardinal's musical will evoke the jaunty melodic stylings of Michel Legrand's work on Donkey Skin or the haunting chanson he composed for the umbrellas of Cherbourg. You never know. The Cardinal actually gives me more of a Hedwig and the Angry Inch vibe. Hmm. The Snookies and Los Escandalistas were completely out to sea with no idea of what to expect. Is it like, uh, American Idol? The voice. I, I don't get it. Dancing, I understand, but all the singing? In the middle of dramatic moments? Doesn't that break the tension? The only group in Fiveborough with any comprehensive knowledge of musical theatre was a relatively obscure congregation known as the Church of the Gleevangelical. The Gleevangelists praised the eclectic oeuvre of writer-producer Ryan Murphy. As his body of work rather defies any particular genre, the Gleevangelist adherents were spread throughout all five districts, and though their congregation was small in number, it was quite influential due to its preponderance of divas. In any event, 
A week had passed since the Cardinal's announcement, and His Eminence gathered his Talon forces to prepare them for the evening's festivities. It's the day of the show, y'all! The Cardinal paused, gazing out over his assembled Talon officers expectantly. Get it? <laughs> it's from waiting for Guffman! The agents did not get it, but laughed along regardless. <laughs> oh, never mind! Commodore Hawk, address the troops! This is a very big day for the roost. We'll have a number of distinguished guests, and His Eminence and I will be performing on stage, so we won't be able to supervise you. We need you on top of your game. It is the day of the show, so buck up, look alive. This is no drill, you know, we're at DEFCON 5. Things will change after this. A brand new fine borough will rise from the mist. And an era of bliss will soon be dawning under my iron fist. <clears throat> yes, it is true, Commodore. Paradigms need to shift. The realm deserves something more. I will grant this gift. Thanks to me, change will come. Sung in fortissimo, and I shall conduct. Hark the roost battle drum. We'll soon crescendo, and our foes will be fought. This is the day of the show. We will defend your sacred stage. This is the day of the show. So we'll upend everything they know This is the day of the show <laughs> Gird your loins and show no fear You're the cream of the crop And what we're starting here No dissenter can stop it's the first step to war A golden era where our whims rule the day We'll see order restored To law and order sword when we're underway This is the day of the show We'll stand guard as you tread the board This is the day of the show So we'll upend everything they know This is the day of the show That's right, my hatchlings Slowly I have been building toward this moment Forging relationships with the five great factions And nurturing their reliance on me For luxury items like chicken noodle soup and Legos This is the day <laughs> But now I've cornered the market on a new, or at least a resurrected form of entertainment. And their dependence on me shall grow, and grow, and grow! This is the day of the show! 
And before long, my hatchlings, moved by the ancient stories I revive, and enthralled by the power of my performances, each faction shall kneel before me as I ascend to become the emperor of all Fibero! As most of the Cardinal's subjects cheered the declaration, Mucus furrowed his brow in fear of what this could mean for him and his new friends. So it is true, after all, it's been plainly addressed. Our esteemed Cardinal plans for total conquest. And this play he's produced, it's his first Savo in a much larger game. He would rule from the roost, he's loosed his claws for war for glory and fame. This is the day of the show. We will defend your sacred stage. This is the day of the show. As you bring in a whole new age. The harvest we shall sow will upend everything they know. This is the day of the show. Now that the Cardinals let this live, Show. I must tip off the fellowship. This is the day of the show. As the Talon officers dispersed to set about their work for the day, the servants of the roost bustled about in preparation for the impending legion of guests that would soon descend upon Motorgate Manor. Thank you ever so much for inviting me to join you, Lord Darcy said, strolling beside Telebastian, who cruised slowly across the Roost Rust Bridge on their skating board. Don't thank me. The High Walkener told me I have to keep an eye on you. I shall have to thank him. Oh, uh, them. Come again? The Criterion Collective is a post-gender society. Our pronouns are they, them, unless otherwise specified by the individual. What a lark. A lark? This is why I'm babysitting you, Darcy. As the Criterion delegation approached their destination, Bastion and Darcy recognized the guard manning the entrance. Welcome to Motorgate Manor. Master Lucas, how do you do? Quiet, it's Darcy. So... Remember, I told you, you're being discreet. Well, having been raised in a subterranean suit of Victorian society, I should say I never think at all about discretion. <clears throat> a pre-show reception awaits you within, esteemed guests. Thank you, Lieutenant. Bastion crouched to collect their skating board from the ground, tucking it under their arm as they stepped inside. You won't believe this, Darcy, but last time I was here, they served actual spam. I haven't the foggiest what that is, Doc. As the dignitaries assembled in the reception hall a week after their prior visit, the mood like the sky above was lighter. Although the five delegations still kept to their own kind, the uncertainty that brimmed beneath was less foreboding and more excited. The same room. Roughly the same guests and spread, but altogether different energy. Wouldn't you say, Sir Cyborg? This isn't like a week ago. The tension's here, but it won't overflow. Although there's much we still don't know, at least he's promised us a show. This time I'm not so fraught with fear. We still prefer those other tribes weren't here. We hate to face the other four, to share the space with them's ashore. But it's a sight we might endure What does this evening have in store? 
we fractious factions stand and glower as we await the fateful hour when we'll see shadows of our past put up on stage with such a cast at last a new old tales reborn so we'll just swallow down our scorn if looks could kill we'd be at war what does this evening have in store footmen traverse the hall offering only light hors d'oeuvres alongside ample supplies of spirits if i didn't know any better i'd suspect the cardinal was trying to get us inebriated it seems pretty clear to me that's exactly what he's up to. Perhaps he's not entirely confident about singing in front of us. Performance anxiety. Poor dear. <laughs> Spread across the room and surrounded by the eyes and ears of the many people who would stand athwart their goals, the freshly forged Fellowship of Fiveborough feigned the indifference of strangers. Since they'd last been in the same room, both teams had carried out their missions and acquired new information. Of course, they were all chomping at the bit to reconnect and compare notes, but that would have to wait until they could slip away into a more private setting. For now, all they could do was exchange the odd glance across the hall and hope not to be caught. What are you looking at over there, Chip? What? Oh, uh, nothing, Pa. I was just wondering if they were going to bring out another tray of mice in a blanket. Oh, those always go so fast. We should have parked ourselves closer to the door. Next time, doll. Next time. Princess Ripley noticed a new face in the crowd, a diminutive woman in white chiffon with aquiline features framed by a sensible bob. Mother, who is that? I didn't see her last week. Why, if my eyes do not deceive me, that is the spiritual leader of the Gleevangelical Church, High Priestess Patty herself. Excuse me, your kitschiness. May I offer you something else to drink? Oh. I suppose I could go for another vodka stanger! Mm, right away, ma'am. Holy moly, Pa! That lady has the voice of an angel! Pipe down, Chip! You're being rude! Now go tell the help they need to bring out more chow! Ladies, gentlemen, and criteriones, the house is now open for the Roos Repertory Theater's world premiere production of my dinner with Andre, uh, exclamation point, the musical. Fresh cocktails were distributed by the staff as the five Barovian dignitaries filed out of the reception hall. They were led into a vast auditorium with rows of plush, albeit mismatched seats that had been excavated from the ruins of old cinemas. After everyone was seated, the staff began to extinguish the torches lining the walls that served as house lights whilst other servants lit the candles lining the lip of the stage behind their refractive shells, footlights. As the Cardinal stepped out onto the stage, the crowd hushed. After a beat of silence, <coughs> the staff began to lead the audience in entrance applause for his eminence of roost. <laughs> thank you, thank you, please. Let us begin. I know it is difficult, but please, picture me as a schlubby, balding nebbish strolling the streets of Old White Way in the world that was. Maestro, if you please. <sighs> the life of a playwright is tough. It's not easy for me, Wallace Shawn. I work hard to produce worthy stuff But it's rare that they put my plays on 
I take other work to pay the bills I sporadically act on the side at this point, my CV has very few frills, but in six years, I'll do the Princess Bride. Inconceivable that tonight I will dine unbelievable with an old friend of mine. So I'm here on this dreary subway. Inconceivable, I am heading downtown unbelievable. He's a man of renown He helped stage my very first play I'm heading to my dinner with Andre I haven't seen him for a bit Did I say we were friends? That's a stretch He believes in some pretty weird shit and the man sure can epically fetch. I enter the swanky restaurant I'm not sure I am in the right place It's not like Andre's usual haunt I will wait at the bar just in case Inconceivable, Andre isn't here yet Unbelievable, that he's back from Tibet Last I heard he built yurts in Bombay Inconceivable, and I feel like a schmuck Unbelievable, this is awkward as fuck Maybe I should just slip away, I'm dreading my dinner with Andre George Grassfield saw poor Andre crying Weeping openly out on the street So he called me and told me the story Insisting the two of us meet George and Andre saw Autumn Sonata and one scene was the source of his strife Ingrid Bergman declared I live in art But I cannot live in my life Inconceivable He just walked through the door Unbelievable He was once a mentor Now it seems like his life's gone astray Inconceivable At this table we'll Unbelievable for the rest of the play There's no action just like repartee We'll sit and chat, we'll just chew the fat It's nothing but that Get Bravo's name out of your mouth, Criteriani. As the opening number drew to a close, it was clear that the Criterion Collective appreciated the content more earnestly than their neighbours from the other factions. With the lights dimmed and most of the audience distracted, the Fellowship of Fiveborough took this opportunity to slip away. They scattered the timing of their exits to the corridor. Pardon me. Excuse me. Oh, is that your toe? Sorry. Hey, I'm walking here when Lucas directed them back to the private chamber in which they'd convened the prior week. All right, everyone. We don't have long, so let's get to it. 
Chip, Dama Yolanda, and I visited the Oracle of Nypil. Risking life and limb, by the way. That puta does not play. But we were able to answer her riddle, thanks to Chip. Aw, oh, shucks. It weren't nothing. What did you find out? A few things. First off, we learned that the only two people in Fiveborough who successfully answered her riddle before us were the Cardinal and my deceased father. We also learned that the Cardinal has access to some sort of a conduit gateway portal doohickey that leads to another world. Or perhaps to another time. So the Cardinal went back in time to see the movie? That we don't know. The Oracle is pretty cryptic. If you believe in all her bullshit to begin with. Mira, I don't know if that Bruja was telling the truth, but I know she talked all in rhymes and it sounded potent as fuck. What did you find in the subtubes? We departed from Soderberg and trudged through the tube under the Greased River to the tunnels below Whiteway, where we happened upon a party of periodontists en route to a cotillion. Ah, uh, que que now? Like an old-fashioned quinceanera for rich people. Hi, Bastian! You savvy the boogie town cultura, huh? Well, I'm a raconteur with an ironclad memory. <laughs> this is what I do. Anyway, we heard a commotion up ahead, and I took my Schwinn to scout out what was going on. Turned out, the Cotillion was under siege by a gang of extremists from the former Bloviate Tunian. Tunianists? My father was killed by Tunianists. I thought they got wiped out after the siege of Tunian Square. Apparently not, and they are as fearsome as the legends suggest. They seemed like absolute animaniacs. Loki here tricked him, acted like he was there on Bruce business, and they fell for his bluff. Good thinking, Lincoln. One of the period people we rescued had recovered this. Lucas withdrew a small laminated note and handed it to Ripley. What is it? I don't know, but they said it was dropped by a talent agent somewhere under the crime squarea. It has the letters N-J, which is what used to signify the hardened state. I think this little slip of plastic-covered paper may have come from old New Jersey. How do we find out what it is and what else it says? There are relic researchers here at the Roost who study the unusual artifacts that come through here from the Farlands. Some of them have studied the written word from the world that was. Mm, seems pretty risky to entrust it to another agent of El Cardenal, since he's the one with all the secrets we're trying to flush out. Yeah! I thought you didn't have no friends around here because you got sold by your ma. I don't. Thanks for reminding me. Well, you've got us now, Lucas. Well, thanks, Chip. Uh, so, um, what are our other options? It is said that some of the elves of Mirkwood's side are familiar with the letters of old. Elves? Did she say elves? Well, elves, but... Yeah. You gotta be kidding me, my own elves with the pointy ears. Are these elves trustworthy? They are known to be an honorable people, and they're very secretive. They don't tend to ask too many questions. As long as we bring them worthy gifts, I think they'll help us. Ew. What constitutes of a worthy gift, Nina? Typically, something that represents you and your culture should work well. If there's some element of sacrifice to the offering, or if it's something you spend time crafting, that's better still. Anything else we should know? The elves are a people of the land. They're utilitarian, so if nothing else, gift them with something they might deem useful. Ay Dios mio, this is giving me booby trap vibes. If they don't like our gifts, are they gonna kill us? Like, 
The Oracle wanted to? Nothing like that. But they probably wouldn't welcome us to Mirkwood side again if we bungle our first impression. So you want all of us to meet you in Queen's Realm? Golly, Ripley, that sounds dangerous. The Knights of Queen's Realm won't recognize any of you by appearance alone. So you should be able to blend in if we get you some fancy disguises. I could probably wrangle six costumes from the supplies the Cardinal set aside for the branded to sell to Queen's Realm. Oh, do make it seven. The eyes of the Fellowship snapped to the door, where half of them found a stranger, and the other half a novel acquaintance. Darcy, what in Pasolini's name are you doing here? Oh, I followed you, Teller. That musical was frightfully boring. They're just sitting at that table monologuing at each other in song. This little exchange upon which I've been eavesdropping between you all has been a far happier diversion. Who is this snappily dressed fella? Darcy Hetherington, at your service. Lord of... Well, former Lord of South Ferry. I've recently sought asylum in Soderbergh. Mmm! It looks like that slip of plastic cover paper isn't the only souvenir you brought up from the subtubes. Lay off him, Yolanda. I call dibs first. You're from one of the sub-tribes, Mr. Darcy, sir? I thought they were all half-blind, translucent-skinned mole people, but you're so handsome. You're not too bad yourself, my good lad. My name's Chip. Enchanted. Well, it's nice to meet your former lordship, but the thing is, the six of us have formed kind of a fellowship. We forged a bond, made a vow, it was a whole number. How do we know you're someone we can trust? Well, you don't, but you'd better hope I'm not some loose lip cad. I've overheard quite a few of your secrets already. You're snooping on the Cardinal, and you think he's hiding some sort of time portal out of an H.G. Wells story or something. Am I right so far? I'll vouch for Darcy Ripley. He's a pretty solid guy. He was ready to run into the fray when the Tunionists were attacking innocent people. Well, we hadn't ascertained they were Tunionists when I started toward the tumult, but your point stands. I'll vouch for him too. I like his spiffy get-ups. Mm, I'd be happy to give you a spot of fashion advice, darling, so you needn't keep dressing like a hot pink hunting lodge. <laughs> I like how he talks all fancy, too. We should get back to the show before our absence is noted. So, is Darcy invited or not? All in favor, say aye. Why? Well, fine, yes. All in favor, say yes. Yes. Aye. Then it's unanimous. We'll see how Darcy fares in Mirkwood's side and decide from there whether he's fellowship material. You are ever so gracious, milady. Ripley. Milady Ripley. Darcy leaned down to press a gentle kiss upon the back of Ripley's hand. She blushed, and Lucas knitted his brow. Um, she's actually a Your Highness, Darcy, not a milady. So, anyway, shall we meet in two days' time? Oh, um, that's Quarantine's Day in Soderbergh, and I'm giving the commemorative telling as raconteur laureate Chronicles of the Paper Plague. It's kind of a big deal. And you should all. Three days then. As long as it's not in the morning. High noon it is. I'll have your fancy disguises and laminated maps with a rendezvous point in Queen's Realm ready before you head back to your districts. There is one more thing I found out earlier today. What is it, Lucas? The Cardinal has revealed that he's ultimately planning to rule Fiveborough as its emperor. Golly! Seven hells! I mean, I sort of assumed that. Yeah, he really gives off that vibe. 
This only makes our work that much more important. We'll see what we discover in Elf Town. Please don't call it Elf Town when we're there, Lucas. They will not like that. The lieutenant smiled apologetically, and with that, the Fellowship and their aspiring probationary member, Darcy, began their staggered return to the auditorium. I just need to get back. Thank you. Just gonna squeeze right past you there. There we go. Hey, I'm walking here! By the time they'd all reclaimed their seats, my dinner with Andre exclamation point the musical still had 90 minutes of action-free, statically staged verbal exchanges to go. The Criterion guests were riveted, and the others politely endured the remainder of the play. As the curtain lowered and the torches along the wall were relit, Volker of Soderbergh leapt to their feet in standing ovation, joined by Bastion and the other Criterion visitors. The others present sat in baffled silence, unsure how to react. <coughs> Slowly, all eyes turned to the spiritual leader of the Gleevangelical Church, whose brow was furrowed in an expression that might have bespoken either contemplation or revulsion. Danielle of the Snookies scooted her chair closer to High Priestess Patty. Excuse me, but I don't know much about musicals, and I'm not sure how to feel about what we just sat through. That is understandable. So, uh, as the sole musical theater expert in the audience, I was, uh, wondering, what'd you think? You really wanna know? Yeah, I really do. Within the scriptures of the Holy Evangelical Faith, we have a legend from the world that was. A tale of two travesties that desecrated the blessed genre of the musical. What we just saw may have been the worst offense against musical theater since then. Jeez, tell me what you really think, Priestess Patty. Don't mind if I do. Does kinda long, then dumbfounded I admit the hackneyed acting made me groan, and other writings also shut. There's no merit to this piece. Someone drive them off the stage. Both the singers squawk like geese, and they act like Nicolas Cage. Thumbs down, zero stars, they should just stay in their line. Flush those acting dreams right down the drain. I dance Madonna played a Vita in the ancient days of yore. Or since Glenn Close played Norma Dasman has an audience suffered more. There were no stakes, no sense of drama. It was trauma just to see. Not since Madonna played a Vita was there such a travesty. The songs just didn't splash The plot lacked any art And all the dialogue was trash Yes, the Cardinal has some skill But it sure ain't song and dance He just fat as fetid swill It could fertilize the plants It was shit, I mean He is sure no triple threat It's like Gypsy Starring Bernadette, Madonna played a beat that has a house.
spin so I guess Like when Glenn Close played Norma Desmond in the very distant past They croaked their notes like something bit them, barely hit them to be frank Not since Glenn Close played Norma Desmond has a stage smooth quite so rank What the hell did I just see? It was pure monotony Talked and sat, they just had a static chat. What the hell was that, God? What the hell was that? I refuse to even clap for this dull, pretentious crap. Man, that show fell flat. It landed with a splat. Unless I'm bored Or when Glenn Close played Norma Desmond Sunset Boulevard detoured It was a bomb far from a smash it I will trash it all day long Not since Madonna played a beat That has a show gone quite so wrong Not since she stole the role from Lollapone But when Glenn Close played Norma Desmond In her basic baritone Has a house been so offended Maybe Glenn did better so no tense, Madonna played a beat down. Has the world seen a such a show? They make a mockery of theater. There's no lower we can go. No tense, Madonna played a beat down with no gun. Wow, you uh, really had some feelings about that show, didn't you? You gonna be okay? Don't cry for me, Staten Island, the truth is right, all right, I think we're done here. As the grumbling audience rose from their seats, the Cardinal proclaimed, Oh, oh stop, stop, really. Oh, I hope you enjoyed tonight's production of My Dinner with Andre! Exclamation point! The musical! As fate would have it, I've been blessed with another vision! Come back this time next week for our next production! Rocky IV The Musical! <gasps> Dear. Oh, now that we've got to see. There's a robot in it. How do you think they'll do that on stage? I can't wait! Oh, nothing like a nice Cold War story about the old U.S. of A sticking it to the pink Okami foreigners. Sounds like a hoot! And quickly, the excitement over the next production supplanted the distaste for the one through which they'd just suffered. It was nice meeting you, High Priestess Patty. Guess I won't be seeing you next week, though, uh, will I? Of course you will. But I thought you hated everything about this show. What makes you think you'll like the next one? Oh, I won't. I'll hide it. But I love talking shit about it for years to come. Whatever highlights you hear. As the factional delegations buzzed over the announcement of his next vanity project, the Cardinal beamed. Soon all of Fiveborough would be in the clutches of his talon. The only thing standing between him and Coronation was the ingenuity and resolve of a motley crew of strange bedfellows known as the Fellowship of Fiveborough. Will fortune favor them with a successful mission to Mirkwood side? Join us next time to find out. Much more to come. 
on our show. Soon we will visit Queen's Realm Cell. Much more to come on our show. Hack actors while in those outside. The winds of change that blow shall sweep across our five below. Much more to come.